Well, where do we even start with these assholes today? We're back in the Crown Vic, whipping it around, contemplating life as a Bears fan, as per usual this time of year. Guess no one was really surprised by the outcome of yesterday. At least not the fact that, you know, the Bears fucking lost again. What is that, 13, 14 games in a row now that they've lost over the last two seasons? I mean, fucking A, man. It's starting to get... I mean, it's just hard to even be mad anymore because, I mean, what is there really to be mad at? I mean, it's just straight incompetency and you really can't, uh, you can't beat smarts into incompetent people, uh, no matter what you do. It was just another pathetic outlook. The Justin Fields, uh, you got to start with that guy because, you know, he's your quarterback. We'll work our way up. But after talking all kinds of smack all week and coaching this and whatever that, I'm going to play my game on Sunday. He was going to play his game yesterday. Well, his game looked like dog shit. It was put up or shut up, and it's time for him to shut the fuck up. And he did after the game yesterday in the press conference. Can't wait to see what these assholes are going to say the rest of the week. He had uh, more than enough time in the pocket to do some things, more than enough space to run the football if he so chose more than enough, open enough, open receivers, open enough. I'm not going to say they're as wide open as they were last week, but open enough that, uh, you know, couldn't get the football anywhere he needed to as per usual. And he said, what was it? Uh, earlier, you know, last week he was saying how, uh, you know, everything falls on his shoulders if, you know, the blame comes on me. I'm the quarterback, so I take all the blame. And, you know, we're going to, you know, even if someone drops a football, you know, I'll take the blame. It, it's, it's my fault as the quarterback, you know. And it's like, okay. And then yesterday in the press conference, I heard something briefly about how, you know, there was something in the offensive formation that they didn't do right or whatever. So it's like, all right, well, make up your fucking mind there, bud. Are you going to be the blame for all of the offensive faults, or are you going to blame it on the people who you deem to blame it on? The guy's losing it. Can't say I really blame him. I mean, regardless of whether or not people think it's the coaching that's ruining him or if he's just straight ass. I mean, the feeling's the same. You know, just disappointed, demoralized, and the guy's not going to be able to pull his shit together. I was really hoping it was, gee, what, somewhere in the third quarter where Fields got tackled and hit or something, and and he went out, you know, because he looked like he had absolutely no clue where he was. I mean, it's not a far cry from how he normally looks, just standing there in the pocket, and DJ Moore had to escort him off the field. I was really, really hoping that we were going to see Tyson Baggett in there for a couple of drives to finish off the game. I mean, just give the guy a chance. You're already losing by 40 points or whatever it was. It's like, you're not going to win. Like, put the other guy in. Give him a couple of snaps. Give him a try. You know, the Chiefs took out all their fucking, you know, uh, primary guys, all their starters. They're like, well, we don't need to play any of these guys because we obviously already won the game by halftime. So it's not like there was any legitimate defense out there. I mean, they were just toying around, having fun with us. I mean, by the time the second quarter came rolling around yesterday, would have been nice to see Bag Ed in there for 
you know, a couple of snaps, do something. Like Field obviously wasn't going to take us to the promised land yesterday. Neither was anyone else on the team. So that was another disappointing portion of the game. But I think the worst part was when they actually got the ball. Was it the defense that, you know, forced a turnover and they had it on the, you know, Kansas City 30-yard line or something like that? And it was like third and five on the three-yard line or ended up being fourth down on the three-yard line and they're down, you know, 30-whatever to zero at that point. And they decide to kick a field goal just to get the goose egg off the board. I mean, what a fucking joke. How much more pathetic can you be? I mean, are you trying to save face so that you can at least say you scored some kind of points? I mean, are you trying to, you know, keep the kicker parky or, yeah, well, no, it's not parky anymore. Same kind of talent uh, in uh, Santos, you know. It's like, what, you just want to get that guy out there to at least get a snap in, you know, he's... He was kicking the ball off perfectly fine. I don't know why you needed to have him come out and kick a field goal. It's like you go for it on fourth down there. The game is completely lost ten times over, <coughs> and you don't even try and get into the end zone. What a fucking joke. I don't know where those assholes think they get off. Of course, they ended up scoring a touchdown later on somehow. It was disappointing to me that they scored any points at all. I was really hoping for that big goose egg on the board because every week it's like, well, you know, everyone thinks, I can't really get much worse. How much worse can it really get? Because, I mean, obviously we're not going to win any football games, so it's like, well, that's about as bad as it gets. But then when you're left, you know, with a big goose egg on the on the scoreboard, it's like, all right, now, now we're really at rock bottom, right? Guess not. Have to wait to see, uh, you know, how we play against Denver next week. And it's going to be really funny after, you know, of course I saw that the Miami Dolphins, you know, scored 70 points the other day on the Broncos. And all the announcers were like, oh, yeah, well, well, they thought there was some kind of record. It's like, well, who else did that? Who else did that? It's like assholes don't know any NFL history. There weren't that many teams. And, I mean, it was one of the, if not, well, not one of the, it's the highest scoring game. It was 73 to nothing in the 1940s, you know, Bears-Redskin championship game. It's like none of these assholes know anything, which is, you know, fine. We already knew that. But, I mean, it's going to be really funny when it's like, okay, well, the Broncos allowed Miami to score 70 points, so we have to be able to score at least a couple of touchdowns, right? Because obviously Denver just, you know, they don't they don't know what the fuck they're doing at all. It's going to be great to see when we literally can't score anything. I'd be shocked if we scored 10 points again next week. So where does this leave us with the rest of the assholes on the team? I mean, the defense looked piss poor at best. All of these fucking linebackers that you acquired in the offseason that were going to be so fucking fantastic. You know, these big dog whoever's. They can't even tackle. Nobody on the defense can tackle. It's really quite pathetic besides maybe Jalen Johnson. He's the only one who's got a little half inch of bear left in him. Everyone else just looks completely pathetic. I think Stevenson even went out. I mean, we had, what, second team, third team guys in the secondary yesterday. Even those big dog linebackers that were supposed to be starting for us ended up going out, you know, in the second half for whatever reasons. Kind of irrelevant because it doesn't really matter who you put out there. They're all going to look just as bad. So we got nobody. You know, Poles is really, really doing a great job. You 
you take away Roquan Smith midseason last year, who was really the backbone of your defense, and you do all this shit in the offseason, supposedly, you know, building your defense and doing this and that. Well, when you take the backbone away, your defense is left with no spine. And that was pretty evident yesterday, as it has been the last three weeks. Poles is a real jag-off. Was he the one that hired, uh, I, I don't know who hired who anymore. Things were so weird and, you know, I, I don't even know what to call it. On, like, the, the way the hiring process went for this whole new upper management squad was, was kind of ass backwards to a degree, and I don't remember exactly why, but... Well, we hired Poles, and then Poles hired Ibuflus, and then Poles hired a president, or however the fuck all that went down. Pretty much a shit show. It's clearly working out really good when you hire a bunch of people for jobs where they don't have any experience in that kind of position whatsoever. Sure, you know, Matt Nagy comes from a Super Bowl winning Kansas, Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs team. But just because you're a part of a team that can win doesn't mean you're a coach that knows how to win. Nagy showed us that. Uh, who was the other asshole? Uh, Tressman showed us that. Didn't we get him from Canada or something? I mean, yeah, the Canadians really know how to play football for sure. You know, leave those assholes to hockey. If you want, if you want to get some hockey players from up there, fine. But, yeah, sure, they really know how to play football. So you got Flus, you know, who comes from... Again, I think he came from some, some winning teams or whatever, but, you know, we're hiring a bunch of people who don't know Jack Dick about what it means to win football, let alone what it means to be a winning Chicago Bears football team. And it's like the team isn't even much of a laughing stock anymore. We're just kind of, you know, thrown to the wayside. No one even really thinks about the Bears. You know, there's nothing to say. Last week it was interesting with all of the media coverage because of all the shit that went down and... Oh, it was interesting, but it's it's back to the usual. I don't even think they'll play any more of those fucking commercials that Justin Fields was in now, because it's like, oh, Justin Fields is so great, Justin Fields is whatever, and, you know, and they record all this fucking dumb media all off-season so that they can play it throughout the year, and hopefully we don't see any more of that, because obviously Justin Fields is pretty dog shit. Eberflus doesn't know shit from Shinola, as usual. Getz, he keeps calling the same stupid-ass fucking plays. Uh, yeah. So where do we go? What do we do now? Somewhat to be determined. I, I'm not even really sure what the answers are anymore besides... I mean, at this point, you have to... There has to be some kind of pressure from the higher-ups to... Uh, meaning, I guess, the president pulls or... George, I'm not really sure if George cares very much, but to actually hire like a defensive coordinator because Eberflus couldn't even get the team together when he was just the head coach, and he's definitely not going to get the team together trying to take on two jobs at once, regardless of how great his defensive mind supposedly is, which it's not. And I mean, where do you go? Who, who do you even hire? You know me, I think you just got to hire some kind of bear, someone who can actually come in and whip people around. And everyone's been talking, no, oh, bring in Lovey Smith, bring in Lovey Smith. And it's like, yeah, Lovey's all right. But again, he's really, he's not that guy. He's, he might come in and whatever. I wish we had, uh, and I don't pay any attention to college ball, but I know that 
you know, Deion Sanders is uh, coaching, what is it, Colorado or something like that. And there's been some media around his, uh, well, it's 2023 now, so it's an unethical coaching style of not giving a shit about, you know, people's feelings and just kind of telling them how dog shit they are right to their face when they're not doing what they're supposed to. And he's hopefully smacking them upside the head, too. That's the kind of attitude we need in Chicago. That's what we really need. I mean, I don't want all this, well, we had a great week of practice and, you know, things were coming together. We had a couple of good drives and we had this or whatever other bullshit Eberflus said yesterday. What a jag off. I mean, how can you even, how can you even have any sense of positivity after going these three weeks plus all the other games at the end of last year, not winning a goddamn thing, not really even putting any kind of drives together. Your defense is just getting shit on. Like why, why, like, why even have a speck of positivity? That's why I could respect what Justin Fields did in his presser yesterday. He's like, I ain't answering that. Ah, whatever, yeah, whatever. I mean, the dude could give a fuck, and it's like, well, yeah, because you guys are so fucking terrible. I mean, what are you supposed to hang your hat on? So the upper management needs to be cleaned out. You know, everyone says, well, sell the team, sell the team. I don't know how you're supposed to sell a team that's like so dog shit dumpster fire. The fan base is going to start rioting and protesting like the fucking, uh, they don't play in Oakland anymore. The, the, the athletics out there in California, wherever they're still playing at with their ownership and whatever. It's like we are just a half a millimeter away from Bears fans really starting to, really starting to actually do something to, uh, force ownership to make a change and I'm all for it if anyone wants to start putting together riots or big protests or or something uh you know something to really start catching the attention and it'll have to be a big big thing it'll have to be all the Bears fans and I know they'll participate but if anyone's got any great ideas let me know hit me up North End Bears Talk at you know Twitter Instagram Facebook fucking call me text me I don't know I don't care but let's get some kind of revolution started here because obviously no one inside Hallis Hall is going to do a damn thing at this point I mean obviously we're tanking for picks but it's like I don't want polls making the picks again we had the number one pick last year and DJ Moore you know sure great DJ Moore is a great athlete a great football player a great, great wide wide receiver. Can't even talk anymore. And uh, what are we doing with him? A whole lot of nothing. Jack shit. You got, you know, and I, I'd, I'd like to think that there's other players on the squad who are of a, you know, premium NFL caliber. But, uh, it, uh, but it's just not happening. It's just not happening. We had all the money in the offseason and all the picks and all the everything to get whatever we needed done to make this football team good and polls and a combination of him and whoever else that they want to blame the coaching the coaches and I definitely blame them head to toe I'm talking the water girls all the way up to Eberflus all the way up to polls and whoever the fucking president is these days and damn sure all the way up to George McCaskey but it's like, you know, polls, I don't want that guy to have whatever number one picks. I mean, sure, it looked like in the offseason like he was doing good things. You know, we had all this money and whatever. But you got rid of Roquan. You got rid of Montgomery. You don't have a three down back. I like Herbert. I like Roshan Johnson. I do. But in the def- in the offensive scheme that they're playing in, they're just... 
They're, they're not three down backs. They're just not. And, uh, and you're left with uh, a spineless defense, an offense who still can't score, let alone even get into the red zone. Let's uh, let's just start let's just start picking people up off the street. I mean, the energy yesterday after I mean it, it wasn't even into the second quarter where you could tell the team had given up. No energy, no motivation, no nothing, and they didn't even care. And the Chiefs were just shitting on them, left, right, and sideways, and shoving their face in it. And no one seemed to really even care. It's like I I, I want I want to just clean the roster at this point. And take a bunch of fucking nobodies off the street, undrafted free agents, people who never got their chance to even make it into the league. Let's just get a squad full of those guys because at least they'll come out and, yeah, they may lose, but we're going to lose anyway with who we've got now. Yeah, they may lose and they will lose, but they'll come out and they'll fucking give it their best because it would at least be a chance for them to have a job in the National Football League. And they would give more effort and energy and have more motivation than any of the assholes that are on our team currently. Any of them. How you can get paid what you paid and show up every Sunday and look the way you do with the energy that you don't have and the carelessness that you show out on the field and on the sideline and all week fucking long is fucking despicable. It's disgraceful. It's disgusting. And it's, it's, you, you do not deserve to wear the C on your helmet or the patch on your jersey. It's basically, it's, it's the equivalent of stolen valor. It is terrible to see any of these assholes playing for the Chicago Bears. And it's terrible to see how management doesn't care just as much as they do. And it probably stems from them. I know it stems from them. The carelessness, carefree, nonchalant, no motivation, whatever. It all stems from the higher-ups. It all comes from them. Get them all out of here. On the bright side, this might actually be the closest thing that we have to getting a, uh, a cleaning of house or some more firings or some more whatever mid-season because they do have this uh, Alan Williams defensive coordinator guy excuse now because I'm pretty sure it was Eberflus who brought him onto the squad from, again, the fucking Colts. It's like everyone just hires their homies instead of people who are actually good at their jobs. It's like, hey, man, I can get you a job. Let's, uh, you know, whatever. It's like, uh, it's, it's, it's just bad. It's just bad. So we got, you know, but they've got the excuse now. If they really want to get rid of Eberflus or whoever ended up bringing Allen uh, Williams or whatever the fuck, the defensive coordinator that just, you know, the shit that's going down with him, whoever brought him on, they've got the excuse. It's like, well, you know, uh, we're, it's not because they're bad. It's not because they're a bad coach, but they can kind of, you know, fire someone or make them resign under the guise that they were a part of this whole Allen Williams thing, not necessarily – the inappropriate whatever word on the street is about what the guy actually did, but the fact that they brought him onto the squad. And I feel like the Bears might actually feel a little more comfortable doing, well, I know they feel more comfortable doing a little more sus under the table, you know, let's cover this up with this kind of story kind of deal, and then we might actually be able to fire some people before the end of the season. Beyond just the players, I mean, there's a couple of guys that you maybe keep that are on the starting roster now 
I mean, fuck the money, you know, take the money and leave. That's, I mean, we've already pissed it away. You know, I keep Jalen Johnson. He's kind of a G. I'd keep Jack, Jack Sanborn. I'd keep Darnell Wright. I still kind of like that guy, regardless of uh, how people think the, the whole draft went. It's like, yeah, he probably went a little too high, and he wasn't necessarily our greatest need, because even with him, we still have an offensive line that's, you know, just all over the place. Can't figure out who we got starting on offensive line five, until five minutes before every game starts every Sunday. And Eberflus even said it. Was it him or Fields that said it in the presser? It's like, well, you know, we still have offensive line problems and whatever. It's like, well, how about you take the guys that are actually there and practice with them in a certain position where they can actually play some fucking football in practice all week so that when you show up on Sunday, you might have half a fucking clue of what you're going to be doing. It's not like the offensive line has been as bad as they have been, but the problems are everywhere. So, I mean, it's just where do you start bitching and where do you stop? I guess I stop here. It's enough for today. Till next time, Bears fans, if there's any left out there, keep the old styles ice cold.